lunch I eat a sandwich with a glass of Coke to roll. No one can see you drinking when you're working from home. I still produce reports in a professional font. But now when I have downtime, I can do what I want. And welcome to the Existentialist Cucumber, the podcast that doesn't recommend shortening your boss's name to Dick when his real name is Steve. And my name is Larry Wu. I'm Curtis Withers, uh, Larry. I'm hoping that uh, that this episode I'm not quite as uh, nasally as I was last time. I'm feeling much better. You're feeling better. Wastewater levels apparently are decreasing. Jurassic Park is open again for the Raptors playoff, and Tim Hortons is now accepting your reusable cups again. Curtis, is the yeah. pandemic in our rearview mirror at this point in oh, time? Yeah. I think I think it's over. It must be over. I'm getting that feeling that 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 it's done. I think that Tim Hortons milestone <laughs> is huge. That's a, that is it's a quite a huge milestone. Yeah, but I did notice I did I did tell you before that uh, I did go to Starbucks uh, the other day, and uh, they are not ready to let you pour your own uh, cream, your own dairy, manage your own dairy at this yeah. stage. I think we were going to have to be much farther along. Uh, I think we're going to have to be like officially sort of endemic before. You will be able to manage your own dairy at at, uh, at Starbucks again, but the Tim Hortons news is is promising. Starbucks will release the help yourself dairy as more people become jerks about um, their dairy intake. So they ordered like their Vente whatever Vente Pike, and you just tell the person, "Oh, uh, more more milk, uh, more milk, more milk." Oh, that's too much. You know what? Yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's right. And then they have to pour you a whole new one. And also demand heavy cream. Say, I know you guys have it. <laughs> None 18, of this 10%. Yeah, no, thirty-five. They you can oh. get it. You can get whipping cream. In fact, oh. like when I was <laughs> back when I was like uh, going to the gym more regularly, and 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 for a while I was paying for a trainer, and that's what the, the new and and then there was also nutritionists, and that's what they said is like you know there is one of those one of those sort of like things where it's like as much as much fat like cut out the carbs, but as much fat as you can take, like cook everything in butter, demand thirty five percent cream from the <laughs> from from the bar at Starbucks. So I did. And then I stopped working out, but continued to ask for the 35% cream. Doesn't it distort the flavor of the coffee? If oh, I don't even care. I don't even care. Coffee for me is a cream delivery system. <laughs> you, you must be a big fan of like the Vietnamese coffee because don't they use like condensed milk? I love it. Love it. Yeah, yeah right? I love condensed yeah, milk you, and coffee. Oh, man. Yes, know, sir. Because I think. Yeah, 35% fat. I think the higher the fat content in, in any milk product, I think it's has lower sugar. So that's yeah. probably what your trainer was kind of thinking. I because, think so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. if, you, if you get skim or even like 1%, the, 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 the sugar content is high as a result of, I don't know, removing the fat. I don't know. I just... I just know that, uh, yeah, with with you feeling better and and everything signs and uh, more field trips are happening in schools. So I just got a notification saying that the grade eight grads are going to Ottawa. Oh, sweet. So that's that's huge, right? Like that's I did. I did that trip when I was in grade eight. I didn't go. I went to I went to Quebec City in grade seven, and I passed on the Ottawa trip and stayed in town. And we did. I think we went to the CN Tower and went to Ontario Place. And 
maybe Casa Loma. We did kind of several Toronto trips in from B Town. We were we yeah. I didn't go to I didn't go to Quebec City in grade seven. Instead, I went to Mansfield, which was like this outdoor yep. outdoorsy sort of woodsy retreat type thing. Mm-hmm. And then in and then in grade eight, I said, "No, nah, this time I'm going to do the big ticket trip." And it was supposed to be Washington D.C. But then there was this big sort of scare among the parents that we would all be killed by Libyan terrorists. Libyan, and that, that I'm being very specific for a reason. It was Libyan, Libyan terrorists. <laughs> what were you? What were you uh, hanging out in uh, Twin Pines Mall with Doc Brown and Marty? Yeah, yeah, weren't, weren't they being hunted down by the Libyans? I think so. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so you know, like 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 Muammar Gaddafi was going to send his goons out to to get to get the kids from Stewarttown or, or Stewarttown Senior Public School. So we ended up uh, going to uh, going to Ottawa, and we stayed at Carleton University, where I would years later. Oh, did you stay in Res? Entire there? year we stayed in Res. Yeah. Uh, would they open up Glengarry? Is that is that what they would do? Uh, I actually- think I think I think we did stay. I think we stayed in Glengarry. That was the high rise one, right? Yeah, yeah, we stayed in Glengarry. Yeah, it was much. It was it wasn't uh, it wasn't like cushy Stormont Dundas digs I had when I was in first year. But uh, oh yeah, no no don't watch. Uh, I mentioned about jurassic park opening for the playoffs that's also a huge lift right like going to a game maskless is one thing but to allow the throngs to be outside that's 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 huge now i did hear or i did read that you had to register so you it's not open to the public from what i understand oh really like i think you still have to register like i I don't know if they're trying to control numbers i don't good luck doing that (laughs) because people are so used to just showing up but i read somewhere that you're supposed to have some type of registration process uh but uh who knows but yeah Mm. um first two games are in philly and then two games here right that that's what's scheduled so far yeah those are those are the guaranteed games so are are, are you going to go to uh Game three or four? Uh, I haven't decided yet. I mean, I, I'm going to see what um, Steve, who's the guy I own the tickets with, wants to do, and see where his his level is at. And if he's if he's into it, then then I'll, then I'll go. And uh, if not, we'll just try to sell them for a tidy profit. I'd say. I'd yeah. say. Last week we talked about the monarch of fast foods and that's burger king and we said we'd do a tasting now unlike last time with the ebor we're not actually eating burger king so both you and i have had the burger king experience yes i think that's, that's what i'm calling it yes you were the brave one because i texted you uh as i usually do on wednesday mornings just to say hey everything good for recording tonight and you had just finished your Burger King lunch, and I was like, "Oh, right. brave man, brave man!" To think that you might be still okay to, to do That's the recording right. tonight. That's I right. had mine on the weekend, thinking I need to give myself a, a a longer runway just in case. Yeah, I don't know what what what's your what's your verdict? Let's uh, can, let's let's hear let's hear your uh, did, now. Did you eat in the restaurant? 
Oh yeah, I I had okay. the I wanted so the full hear, experience, Curtis. Yeah, so I want to hear the full experience because I took mine for takeout. So. so so I went to the one on College and Spadina, which is you know it's a color. Let's just say it's a colorful part of town, across the street from the Elma Combo. It's near the Cam H up there. It's near the Scott uh, Street Mission. And oh, did you know that there's a giant brand new condo where the Silver Dollar Club used to be? I didn't know. That's how long it's been. Since <laughs> exactly. So it was great, you know, for me to sit there and, and just kind of look around that neighborhood. I've, I've drive in that neighborhood all the time, but I never kind of stop and actually take a look and what's going on here. And yeah, that, that's what I kind of noticed. So it was like traveling back in time, Curtis. The <laughs> tables there had this really weird kind of dated design on them. They weren't like a plain color. It was like kind of like diamond cutout and there's blue pieces and made to look like fake granite i guess lucky star was playing by madonna when i walked in and i thought well that's kind of weird when i got my food and i'll explain the food later all the burger king logo is gone back in time and they're they're starting to use the bun with red lettering uh to signify the the i guess the insides of the burger so it's like burger king and it's in that kind of bubbly uh, font. I was staring at the bag, listening to Lucky Star, and I was like, "Did I travel back in time?" Mm-hmm. I looked over, and because of where this Burger King was, they actually had a no loitering sign in in the restaurant, which is you know unheard of in today's world, right? Like McDonald's over the last ten years have been shifting to please stay a while, not eat and get the hell out, right? Yeah. They're, so it was really weird, like just kind of being in that environment. But yeah, no loitering. No loitering. We don't want. We don't want teenagers hanging around. And- yeah, no shirt, no shoes, no dice. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I checked out. You see, the per- the funny thing is, the person that was taking my order knew I was. Uh, let's just say a, a non super user for Burger King because I was staring <laughs> at the menu for the longest time. Right. <laughs> Like, I had no idea what was on the menu. So I just, even though I stared at the menu for must have been like three minutes, I just kind of went, okay, just just get a Whopper combo, drink, fries, start the experience. It, you know, it came in normal time, but because they knew I was a, a, a newbie or or someone that doesn't usually go there, they, they offered me like a free Whopper survey. So they said, oh, here, fill out the survey and put the code once they give it to you and, and come back. And I'll talk about the survey in a second, but yeah. Had a Whopper, figured, you know, it's it's the thing to do. So I had their Burger King meat-flavored sandwich, if you will. It was okay. You know what? I I I, I was kind of worried <laughs> it would be bad. It, it was it was okay. I, I think my biggest complaint were the fries. The fries were garbage. Still, like again, going back to that theme of time traveling. It was during that time in the 80s when they were just like, oh, why should we use potato to make these French fries? Let's think of some other way that we can engineer something to look like fries and somewhat taste like potato because there was like no potato taste. It felt like I was eating deep fried styrofoam, to tell you the truth. I just kind of went, oh, I need more ketchup. Yeah, my fries, you can get rings. I don't don't know if you can. Like when I went today, I got the Whopper so because... Larry, it was uh, Whopper Wednesday, so I got a I got a tidy savings on my Whopper combo, and uh, I agree the fries were were very bland. The burger was pretty good. The Whopper was pretty good. It was, 
you know, it, it, I think we were talking before, like it had, it had at least the sort of like the, the sort of like taste that it had been at, at flame broiled or at least simulated to, to feel oh, like yeah. it was flame broiled. And, and I, I'll, I'll share uh, our, that photo I took of it. You're right. I, I, I wasn't sure if it was still flame broiled. It had a flavoring to it that made it taste like there was some carbon on it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of engineered like some kind of spray. Yeah. That, that's, you know how you can get the, the, the liquid smoke? Yes. So oh, it's yes. not that, yeah, but this would be this would be like liquid charbroil or liquid carbon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or uh, I think I was saying I don't know if they actually have a, like a proper charbroil grill. Like I, I'm sure all this meat is either boiled, broilered, and then maybe some teenage kid like takes a blowtorch to the top. Yeah. Just give it a few wipes with the blowtorch. So maybe yeah. I was tasting butane. It's it's funny because when you were talking, uh, when we were talking about it, I actually looked up Burger King blowtorch so I could find out if that is in fact what they do. And I couldn't find anything about Burger King actually using the blowtorches. But I did find two separate food bloggers talking about how they make their burgers and they say they like to give, they like to, you know, they do whatever. And then they like to give their, their patties a once over with the blowtorch to give it a, and both said this, a Burger King taste. See, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> it's the butane. Just to get, I, you know what the thing is, I think that sticks out about the Whopper it is the heavy mayo. Cause yeah, I, I I I that was like the one thing I remember. It was like, oh, okay, this takes me back, and it's like differentiated here. And I think it is the mayo. Yeah, yeah, and I'm definitely here for the mayo. Like yeah. when when I, when I'd go to Harvey's, where like Burger King, I think we were talking about this last time. How Burger King, um, I think "Have it your way" was their slogan at one time, right? That's right. They, they like to say that, oh, you can have it whatever way you want. Because I ordered Heather a Junior Whopper, and she wanted no onions and extra pickles, and they did it. But it's not like it's not like when you're at Har- Harvey's, where like you you can instruct the the construction of your burger in in real time, right? Yeah. You know, or or Square Boy, even like you know, like any of those kind of places. Well, because the ingredients are in front of you, you can kind of look and say, "Oh, yeah. I'll have these things." Here, yeah. you actually have to know how the sandwich is constructed. Yes, and say, "Okay, none of this, none of that," because you know what's already on it. So. Yeah. So it's having your way, kind of. I mean, you could do the same thing at McDonald's, but uh, oh yeah. But I, 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 the mayonnaise was a surprise to me, and 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 I was thinking like, if I had been asking for the condiments, because I did this at Harvey's all the time, I would have definitely asked for mayonnaise. So I was very pleasantly surprised. I had forgotten that mayonnaise was a uh, was it was a came standard with your Whopper. Butane and mayonnaise. That's the that's the <laughs> secret sauce right there. Uh, so there was this one weird thing. I, I I took a photo of it, and we're both staring at it right now. Is the ad for the Big King XL? So this is like a double patty, no tomato. Comes with a special sauce. I guess the byline of the Big King XL is saucy and proud. Yeah, I stared yeah. at that, and I was like, I don't get it. Why saucy and proud? I get the saucy, sure, but the proud. Yeah. Is it is it supposed to aim towards the LGBTQ community or the queer community? Doesn't seem that way, but I don't, I don't know. Being proud to be saucy. So yeah, it's limited time only, Curtis. But may I, who knows? Like maybe made that original 
um, slogan. It, there was a tie-in maybe to Pride Week at the time, and then they kept it, or I don't know. Yeah, I I don't get it either. But or maybe they or maybe they're just damn proud of their saucy burger. You bet. So what you you said you also got the Whopper. Yes. Yeah. And what was the take home experience? Now, now you're just hours from eating it. <laughs> so that's a little different from my experience. At least I yeah. had a few days to recover. But you, you, it's still probably in your, you could probably still taste it as you were I can coughing still taste there. the butane a little bit. I would say, well, well, one of the things, one of the things, and I told you this before is that I hadn't, I hadn't really been to a, a, well, I had been to A&W relatively recently which is like my favorite of those kind of restaurants. But I hadn't been to a McDonald's or Burger King in a long time, and a Burger King probably in about a decade. And as, as a result, I forgot a cardinal rule of ordering takeout from a, from a fast food place, and that's check your order. Because I ordered the Whopper combo for me, and then I ordered a Whopper Junior and fries for Heather, and I didn't get the second fries I paid for it, as I saw in my receipt, but I, I did not receive it. So that was that was mildly disappointing. So that kind of turned me off a little bit. But um, it's okay. It was just the fries, and we already already determined we, yeah, that are garbage. Yeah, we already know that the fries. So yeah, once it, actually once I ate some of the fries, I was like, I had no big loss. Yeah, you know, like I I thought uh, the burger traveled traveled okay on the subway. <laughs> like, <laughs> did, did did you do a count of the sesames on the on the bun? No, no, no! I didn't get that. I didn't get that deep in the weeds. But uh, uh, I also had a Barks Ruber with it, you know. And again, one of the reasons I like to go to A and W is because, like, I like to get. I, li- I like root beer a lot. Um, but Barks is probably like, like way down on. It's like below Mug. It's below Dad's. It's below Hires. So A and W for me is the king of the root beer. Oh yeah, the um, the, the racinet. You got to the racinet. But McDonald's and and Burger King like any place that serves Coca-Cola products, you got to get yeah, like you have no choice but to get Barks if you want root beer. So overall like the guy was friendly who took my order, so that's always good. And uh you know, when I when I asked for like my when I called an audible and asked for more pickles and less onions, that wasn't a problem. They did that, you know. No worries. He tried to upsell me on some apple pies, and I didn't. And I didn't bite. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was kind of. I kind of got the same. I didn't stay stay in the restaurant, but I got the same feeling as you as to the quaintness. Like there was a lot of sort of like brown and orange decor, like the fonts they use, like that Big King XL poster that you were talking about. Like the font they use, that really bubbly font with all the serifs, like. Just really old school looking fonts. I do believe that there was some eighties pop playing when when I was in there. So yeah, (laughs) it does it it does feel like uh, there's a restaurant called Retro Burger, uh, which is at like Coxwell and Danforth, which really tries for this kind of vibe. And the Burger King it just seemed just seemed more au naturel, I guess, because like you know because I did go to Burger King sometimes when I was a you know, in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. It was kind of a comfort in going back. You know, if there had been a Ponderosa steakhouse next door, like my childhood would have been complete. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot about those. That's, that's, we might have to 
do an episode just on that. Oh, but man. but how, but you said you rated the burger decent. Like it's decent. for yeah. fast food, it's 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 okay. Like I think I like the burger better than McDonald's burgers. I think I overall like the McDonald's experience more. Um, definitely the fries, like like by a by a, a long shot. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I, I, I like the Whopper. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I disagree because I think I if you were giving me the choice, I'd still go to like say go to McDonald's and grab their quarter pounder because I think it has it's it's probably more meat flavorful. So it's both are probably meat flavored sandwiches anyways, but I found my Whopper like pretty tasteless if it wasn't for the mayo <laughs> and the mayo and the butane because yeah. I, I, I to me it was like the patty was just kind of dry and it was just yeah. it's just not there but it's okay yeah yeah all yeah. right so a little history of burger king when it was first founded in 1953 it was actually called insta burger king how's that roll off your tongue yeah i guess it was named it was named after this uh kitchen broiler that they were used to prepare the meat and it was called the insta broiler so i guess that was their thing hmm. eventually the that business ran into trouble some of the uh, i think two franchisees in the in the miami area bought it out and they renamed it burger king shortly afterwards like maybe a, about 10 years of operation they sold it to the pillsbury company of all people Oh. When when we were doing more research about the history of Burger King, we we looked at and we found the logos, and this is where the retro feel came from because their logo from the nine from nineteen sixty nine to nineteen eighty four is basically the logo of today, different with the font of the of the lettering. Yeah, it's a bit cl- it's a bit cleaner than one they use now, but uh, oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, very 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 similar. We we were saying we were saying it, it the old logo. I looks like if you were trying to spell Burger King with like a a ketchup bottle. Yeah. Like a little squeeze ones that you can actually do some fine printing on it. They ran that logo from 1969 to 1994. So how's that for a run of a single yeah. logo? Then they went to this a similar, it's still the two buns with Burger King in the middle, but it was the the font, like you say, was less cartoony and a little sharper. So that ran through the 90s. That didn't last too long, you know, in the whole grand scheme of things. Yeah. 1994, 1999. And then in 2000, they had that ultra polished uh, logo, still the yeah. two buns. It, it's it's less kind of burgery, I think. The buns are the shiny. They look kind of like more like bells. Yeah. Like, you know, like, and, like, like bells at the hotel concierge. And, and and it's got that blue swoosh or blue circle, quarter circle, three quarter circle surrounding yeah. it, and that. But you know, you really think about it, that thing ran twenty years too, because it was yeah. only until recent, probably just during the pandemic, that they went back to the two buns and kind of cartoony uh, Burger King. Yeah. So my my location still had on the outside that blue swooshy thing. So again. They're not really on the ball and trying to get their branding all together, but yeah, like the one the one that I went to at uh, at Broadview and Danforth, it 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 only opened, I think I think it it opened after they changed their logo back to this, so it's got all the it's got all the like more recent sort of branding stuff and yeah, I don't know, like I I'm not, I wouldn't I wouldn't be like falling over myself to go back. A and W is closer and better. <laughs> Oh God! Like, <laughs> there, there's so many choices now with the in the burger game in Toronto. Like, 
I always say to folks, my favorite like fast food burger, if I were to have one, is probably Five Guys right now. Mm-hmm. I, I find them really consistent, and it's a good, tasty burger and well priced. And you know, I, I say yeah. go for it. And there's a lot of restaurants too that do that do the smash style burger, which is like your your Big Mac kind of style burger. Yeah, and yeah, they you do get it really burgers. well, you know. Yeah, of course, Burger King. The burger wars of the 80s, we, we, we grew up with it. They had their own array of cartoon characters to represent the kingdom of the burger, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. obviously it's led by Burger King himself, the monarch. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, in the old days it was like a cartoon character and then they actually got someone to play it. And then more recently it's more like a... A sports mascot, right? With with yeah. that, just that plastic face that doesn't the move. Plastic face, it. yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but but back in the eighties, so there was Burger King. There was there was uh, Sir Shake a Lot. That's right, Sir Shake a Lot, the Wizard of Fries, and the Duke of Doubt. Always have to have a bad guy. Yeah, right? the Duke of Doubt was was very annoying, and always doubted that that the Burger King, who had magical powers. Would be able to pull off his various feats of burger creation. And he was always wrong. Yeah. His doubts are always proven wrong. The, the Sir Shake a lot, you were saying, yeah, is, is that knight, right? Mm-hmm. He's, and he's got, I, he, he's got a milkshake cup with a straw coming as a helmet. Yeah. And right. he's got like some kind of weird yellowy pallid face type of thing going on. So like the Tin Man. He reminds me a bit of the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Well, speaking about the wizard, so there's the Wizard of Fries. This one's really weird. He's a robot. <laughs> so everyone is like Edwardian, maybe Tudor. Is it is it Tudor style? Yeah, uh, like the Duke of Doubt would be sort of like, I think, that that style. Yeah, yeah. And then you have this robot, which has a bubble. So it's it's like the Forbidden Planet, Robbie the Robot. Yeah. Except in the middle of the dome is a bunch of fries, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. just and as random. we've as we and and and, it, and I don't think it would be the best robot because if it's powered by those fries, as we've already the fries are weak, as we've already <laughs> said several times on this podcast, the fries are pretty weak. So <laughs> Then there's the burger thing. I, I I don't remember this one exactly, but apparently it's it's a painting. It's like a 3D painting, and it's a a, a burger. So I guess it's kind of like mirror mirror on the wall. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know if you want to call it the thing though, like burger thing. I don't, I don't know how appetizing that could possibly be, Curtis. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was a concern of theirs back then. <laughs> like, <laughs> making things appetizing wasn't high on their list. It was just getting is getting kids to 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 shame their parents into taking them. Oh yes, but but not not all cheesy and bad because one of the greatest things that ever came out and it's still very coveted today is Burger King did their tie-in with. Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi yeah. and produce these amazing glass cups. Yeah, best thing they ever did. All amazingly made. And anyone who still has them at home, they're all in great condition. I'm sure they probably lasted probably because 
not everyone was running dishwashers back then, I would think. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, I, 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 I was amazed at how well they held up because I got some uh, glasses from Comic-Con one time of Marvel superheroes and I never put them in the dishwasher. Hmm. And within, I don't know, like a couple of months, the decals started to fade off and stuff like the mighty Thor became the mighty Thop. And then <laughs> then his helmet was gone. And then like and then now it's just a glass. It's just a regular, regular oh. sort of glass. The same shape as that Rush Henderson's one that you're just drinking out of right there. Mm-hmm. But uh, but with no, 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 uh, no adornments whatsoever. But those Star Wars ones, like I know people who still have those Empire Strikes Back cups and they're mm-hmm. in perfect condition. I, I, I'm I'm going to seek I'm going to seek them out. That's my, that's my new Star Wars collectible goal. I want to get at least the Commander Luke Skywalker one. Maybe the Lando one. The Lando one was pretty good. Yeah. Was there was a that? Han Hoth one too where he's like shooting a probe droid or something? Or uh, I, probe believe, droid I believe so. There yeah. was a uh, Hermit Yoda one. Hmm. And I believe Leia shared hers with Chewie. I don't think it was like Han and Chewie. I think you're right. I think Han was by himself in Hoth mode. Yeah. And I think the other one was just more Leia, Chewie, and maybe 3PO kind of escaping with the droid. Maybe, maybe oh, the droid maybe. shared one. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to look it up. I, I Again, just vague, weird childhood memories. But you're right. Going to totally get one. But also there's some, you know, not so great things. During the pandemic, Burger King got in trouble for this ad campaign that they put out, which basically was like a big like printed one pager that basically started off with giant letters. So half the page of this newspaper said women belong in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, now they did not mean it in the derogatory term. I overall, the messaging was trying to get more women back into the industry, maybe not working at Burger King, but Mm. uh, any case, but of course, no one will read past that giant half-page headline, right? No, I mean, and, and you should know that if you're in advertising or, you know, if you're if, if you're running some sort of social campaign or whatever. Yep. And, and Burger King UK. Oh, it was on. Oh, my God, I forgot. It was actually on International Women's Day. Burger <laughs> King UK tweeted out, women belong in the kitchen. That's what I remember. I remember that tweet from Burger King UK. Yeah. And then they doubled down on it when they started getting some some pushback. But then within like about like two hours, the tweet was gone and there was an apology. And yeah, this happened in March of 2021. Like yeah. everyone's already angry as it is for being locked down for an entire year and so much uncertainty. And then you do this. Yeah, wasn't a wasn't wasn't a good wasn't a good good look. As I mentioned, when I had my Burger King experience, they passed along the survey for me to fill. And by the way, I have a free Whopper coming to me if I ever want to go back again, but I think it might be another 10 years before I go back <laughs> realistically. But on that survey, Curtis, you and I were joking about the Whopper not containing enough meat content to be actually legally calling it a hamburger. Right. On this survey, it actually says, uh, which one of the following menu items did you eat, order? And on the first menu item was bacon cheeseburger, 
There's hamburger cheeseburger. And then there's Whopper registered trademark sandwich. Yeah, it's a meat flavored sandwich. Uh, well, in our case, it's butane mayo flavored yeah. <laughs> meat flavored sandwich. Okay, but but in any case, Curtis, what do you what do you think of Burger King? Do you do you give it a a recommend stay away or this you know, like you said, what was it probably a decade since the last time you ate yeah. there? Will it be will it be another 10 years or what? Well, yeah, I don't like I wouldn't go out of my way to avoid it. Like like say the thing is, like, Burger King doesn't really have a presence in, like, the on-routes or any of those, like, sort of, like, places that you pull over on the highway, you know what I mean? Mm. But, like, but like if 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 I was in a situation where, like, I was hungry and there was just a Burger King and there was nothing nothing else for a while, I'd pretty happily eat the Burger King. But uh, given the options that I have where I am, like, am I going to go to that Burger King again uh, down the road? My, my recommendation would be, like, you know, yeah, if other people are going or whatever, or somebody's treating you or something like that, go nuts. But like, you know, don't go out of your way to go there. I, I, I'm with you. I, I realized that the when I was sitting there in the McDonald's listening to Lucky Star, that the last time I went to a Burger King was actually in Venice. <laughs> Venice? <laughs> yes, in, in 2016. I think we were just like, we just needed to eat something very quick. And it was... Just there before our our uh, it was by the train station I think so of all places I had a Whopper in Venice or maybe I didn't have the Whopper because I might have had their their fish sandwich which I, I forgot to mention while we were kind of going down memory lane about Burger King when I was a kid I would never eat the Whopper for whatever reason uh, maybe I wasn't a big fan of hamburgers back then I would eat their fish sandwich and it was like on kind of like a, a almost like a mini submarine roll. And back then, that sandwich was actually called the Whaler. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> man, someone needs to talk to Burger King about naming their foods, right? <laughs> so obviously, you know, it disappeared. The Whaler is no more. It's just the fish sandwich for obvious reasons because people are, are you feeding me whales? And then whaling became an issue, and it was just yeah. like, okay, let's just stay away from this this thing. But yeah, take a pass, people. <laughs> Unless you're really, really desperate. Okay, I'll go as far as saying this. I would rather go to Burger King than Harvey's. Than Harvey's? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I would rather go to... I, I just don't like Harvey's at all. Yeah, yeah. And I think if I go to Burger King again, I'll have the Whopper and maybe try like... Don't they have like mozzarella or jalapeno, cheddar? Oh, they do, yeah. things. <clears throat> I, I find I find some other alternative to the fries i think that's what i do yeah yeah they do have onion rings i believe oh as well so there are alternatives it's just a shame i love fries right like so it's a shame when the fries are that sort of blah we'll leave the blah there on to the headlines a new epidemic is raging through springfield and this one didn't start with crusty burgers whatchamacarcus sandwich all right curse so this one is ridiculous for a few reasons but i'll read the headline now that things are opening up you might be thinking about going on a vacation you might be thinking about maybe going to chile where the world's largest saltwater swimming pool is actually there it's at the crystal lagoon at the san alfonso de mar resort Looks very impressive. It's a Guinness Book World Record holder, deepest pool whopping 115 feet. Yeah. It spans 19.8, so almost 20 acres, totaling 20 Olympic-sized swimming pools holding (laughs) 66 million 
gallons of crystal clear seawater, Curtis. Yes, yes. It does look it does look impressive. You know what also looks impressive? The ocean next to it. <laughs> you, you have to see this photo, folks, because it, it's ridiculous. The pool does look impressive, but it it looked like they dug down <laughs> into the sandbar and then just kind of let some seawater in. And obviously they they must have lined it with something, but yeah, I don't know. It it is it is right like there there's like there's like the pool and then there's like a little sandbank which is I mean, I don't know. I can't really see what the scale maybe, is. Maybe, up the, there, maybe the scale is like let's just say 50 feet. Yeah. Maybe maybe 50 yeah. feet? Maybe maybe. Yeah, not 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 a not a ton. And then and then there's then there's the the ocean. I don't understand why if you're going to make a pool like that next to the ocean, why make it a saltwater pool? Like what, what? I thought that they'd make a pool like that for the option of people who don't want to swim in like sort of like salty water or briny water or whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. you can swim in the saltwater pool or you can swim in the saltwater ocean. Well, what's what's incredible is it's also deep, right? Like when I want, if I'm going to be in a uh, resort swimming pool, I just want to kind of like have sit there with my drink or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, uh, exactly. Not 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 fear for my life at 150 feet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, like, yeah, I want to swim up bar and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, okay, granted, you don't have to worry about sea life, sharks, if that's your thing. If even if there are sharks in that at that part of the ocean, I'm not sure. Or maybe getting hit by a a sail barge of some kind or a tanker of some kind. But yeah, it's it's just kind of ridiculous. There's yeah. also this impressive photo where this guy actually in a, a sailboat that's in the pool. I don't know how you, you allow that, but I guess if it's 20 acre pool, I guess that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's some, yeah, there's a woman kayak, kayaking and then there's and, just a dude behind her in a sailboat. <laughs> there's like a party, there's like a party barge. See that little party barge that's in yeah. there with what's that? A trampoline looks like a trampoline. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah, it's 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 big enough that you can do all this stuff. There's somebody I think there's a picture of somebody like scuba diving and stuff. But like then I just I still don't get it. I still don't get it when when the ocean's right there. It won't be on my vacation list. Let me put talk to, to put it that way. The next headline is somewhat related to Jurassic Park, but uh, Toronto have been seeing some sightings of uh, dinosaurs of our own. A crowd of inflatable dinosaurs is wandering around Toronto. So it's at that that Halloween costume that that got really popular, right? So there's a little, uh, sm- I guess, a uh, air compressor that you wear around your belt that inflates this uh, dinosaur costume. So I think your head is maybe chest level, maybe where the ar- little arms are. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then and then yeah, you can see because you can see the one there's a there's a, there's a picture of a of uh, that's like head on for one of them, uh, and yeah, you can see kind of where 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 field of vision would be if you were in there, mm. and then on top of that is a a raptor head with its with its mighty jaws open. Yeah. So after asking the security guard what was going on, the observer was told that they were out in celebration of, in fact, the raptors are officially. Set to complete in the playoffs, uh, the stunt was likely to do something with the Jurassic Park reopening. Which were the T Rexes in uh, the Jurassic era, oh, or even man. the Raptors? 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, my, my dinosaur knowledge was like, you know, it was really high when I was like six or seven and then just went way downhill as, <laughs> as I got older. That's okay. That's okay. But uh, that, I, I like some of the pictures that they show that, that 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 they have on here of like previous times that people have worn the costume and just hung out. And there's one of uh, somebody in the raptor costume, inflatable raptor, raptor costume, and then just out taking the dog for a walk. And, and it wasn't there one where the, the the dinosaur head had like a a surgical mask on it. Yes, and and and. Is, and, the, and the dinosaur is giving out free masks. So it's wearing a mask and then also giving out free masks. For the last two years, the, the type of media that we've been getting and, and, and seeing this, I, I was more afraid after seeing this article that it was really a bunch of conspiracy theorists claiming that the extinction of dinosaurs was a hoax. <laughs> I was just waiting for that to, to, to happen or someone to say that or, you know, freedom from the tyranny of the dinosaurs. Someone probably believes it, no, no doubt. Speaking of, speaking of, by the way, the Toronto yep. Raptors. Did you hear, Larry, about uh, Sha- Shaquille O'Neal, the great Shaq? Oh yes, so I did see the interview. Yeah, he claims that the Raptors are going to get swept by the Philadelphia 76ers. Now he's since walked it back, but that was his initial assertion. I think it's just the typical American pundits right they 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 never respect the toronto team no matter except for charles barkley man charles barkley respects the Raptors. oh well well that's that's that i i watched the entire interview because i saw the clips right of shaq kind of writing them off he he was yeah you're right at the beginning of the segment they were he was like put it down put me down blah blah and i think during that conversation with charles barkley it changed his mind and then he rescinded what he said at the beginning of that segment i i think it's a good matchup for us yeah, the guys are rolling in with great confidence, and that's what they need. And just, just gotta let it go, right? It's gonna be a fight. It's gonna be a big fight. Could go seven games. The, the, the you know the previous two series have gone against Philly. Have gone seven games. They were on the right end in 2019, and they were on the wrong end in uh, 2000. What was it? 2001, or what was the year that uh, that that Vince? Took them to the to the second round, and that mm. series went seven. Allen Iverson uh, going the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good matchup. It's a good matchup for them uh, for for Toronto. Probably, I, I prefer that matchup to Boston, mm-hmm. um, and even Milwaukee. I think should be a great series. Looking forward to it. And if anybody is getting swept, it's the 76ers. You heard it here first. Oh God, I. I... I don't know if I don't know if there there is there is any factor in in the beard in this at this point in time. I, we just need Joel Embiid to not uh, go on fire. Yeah, have our yeah, guys be yeah. consistent. Yeah, they, they yeah. Basically, what 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 they need to do is they need to they need they need to have Siakam find a way to be able to score when being guarded by Embiid. Mm. Um, and they need to limit his damage. And yes, you just hope that James Harden is his usual disinterested playoff self. And then, and then, but if, you know, if, if Harden decides that he wants to like play like an MVP candidate, then, you know, it's going to be a tougher series. But I think, I think, I think Nick Nurse is a better coach than Doc Rivers. And, uh, you know, Philly has the, has the best player in the series uh, in Joel Embiid, no question. But, you know, Pascal Siakam, 
at the second half of the season had played has played at a at an all nba level so that guy is not to be underestimated yeah on to the next headline something that should not be underestimated is the power of wrestlemania so wrestlemania just happened two couple of weekends ago it was uh the beginning of the month i i don't want to talk too much about the card for folks but i want to talk about this one match and this was uh, what we'll call the the humor match maybe put it in the middle of the card to uh you know bring the crowd to a different mood and this was a jackass match so johnny knoxville was in this match so the headline is jackass star chris Poinius, Wee man gate crash johnny knoxville's wrestlemania match so johnny knoxville is going to fight Sami Zayn, canada's own it this was a really really fun match this was like a cartoon match come to life with jackass elements in it so it was like bringing elements of the jackass world into the ring and and vice versa so even though it was supposed to be a one-on-one match it was a no holds barred there was a ref in there somewhere but it was just basically this progressive match as more of the jackass crew came came in to help johnny and then they kind of do a little shtick and get knocked away or whatever but but there was these crazy props right you always gotta love the props so one of them was a table which is very common you know someone's going through it and it's going to be sammy it's this table that had a whole bunch of mouse traps glued to it <laughs> like in a very cartoon fashion right <laughs> so he he took that bump uh, another bump that sammy took was he was he was on the top rope and johnny was on the ground and johnny just you know, he's still prone, just lifts one hand up and he's holding a remote control and he looks, he's kind of gesturing that he's pushing a button and the pyro behind Sammy on the turnbuckle like comes up, just starts sparkling and it's supposed to be like, oh, it burned my butt. Yeah. Uh, There was a few other weird spots with some funny jackass uh, props, but the match ended with this giant mousetrap which they trapped sammy into it and pinned him so i'm sure parkour wrestling fans hated it i enjoyed it (laughs) it was was just like a nice little break yeah yeah. you know angry badass people talking this talking that and and it was creative enough and it flowed well like it didn't feel long yeah uh they brought in the jackass element so chris point has played his uh, party boy character so he came up with the tracksuit into the ring and of course he whips it off and he's just wearing the g-string and he's like dancing gyrating in front of sammy (laughs) so i think i think fans of wrestling and uh and and jackass would have loved it but you you didn't know that they they had put out a movie uh yeah i didn't i didn't know that they were that they were still a uh that they're still like an active property yeah, old guys doing crazy stuff. <laughs> what was the one? The one that I liked was it was called Off Road Tattoo, and I think it was like Henry Rollins is driving like a is driving like an off road vehicle over yeah. like really really choppy terrain, while one of the guys is trying to give I think Steve O a tattoo. So it's just he's trying to draw his yeah. arm, and then it's, you know Rollins is just driving over all these rocks, and the needles going everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> dude's doing dumb shit, man. Yeah, and and they're having a ball, but yeah. it, but it's about it's about doing it together, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the final headline is not a headline per se; it's a give send go posting, Curtis. So this is the religious site. Yeah, Stuart Rhodes Legal Defense Fund. So this is the one of the uh, founders, or maybe he's the founder. I don't know of the Oath Keepers. 
Yeah. In this picture, he in this picture he looks like the worst Nick Fury cosplay ever. <laughs> <laughs> totally true. So he's in trouble from the January 6th thing. So he's trying to get some funds for his legal defense fund. He's not doing too great of a job. He's not like a, not like the convoy, right? Yeah, no, he's got four percent of his goal so far, and and like and like you know, whereas as the convoy was getting like those, the those like ten thousand dollar donations. Yeah, here here here, uh, Joe has come up with twenty five dollars. Hopes and prayers with you. I I, I love how this site, unlike um, GoFundMe, where really you just say okay, donate. You have three tiered options here, Curtis. Did you see notice? There's give oh. now where you can actually give them a donation. You can yeah. share this post yeah. or you can pray. Yeah. He seems to be getting a lot of prayers, less donations. <laughs> About almost the two to one almost. <laughs> you know, but it says we're here. Prayer requests. Click on the pray button to let the campaign owner know you're praying for them, Curtis. Yeah. Right. I just hit I just hit pray now for him. Oh, that's nice. I might. I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll give him a prayer for. For. Uh, for. I don't know how much an atheist's prayer counts. Yeah, an atheist comedy prayer it's going to do for him. But excellent call out. So it's Good Friday, Easter weekend coming up. Any any movie traditions for Easter, Curtis? Are, are you a Are you a Ben Hur watcher at this at this time of year, um, or are you more of Life of Brian? Yeah, Life of Brian would be a, a good one to watch. Uh, watch this time of year. Um, you know what? I've never seen Ben Hur. Oh, really? No, never seen it. Oh, okay. So there you go, Curtis. Maybe a new Easter tradition. You can watch Ben Hur. No, oh, maybe good old it's classic Chuck Heston. How long is it? It's, it's long. probably like three hours, right? <laughs> three or four hours. It's 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 long, and the the the. the 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 chariot chase scene is long. It's, yeah. Now, yeah. sort of uh, not doesn't have anything to do with Christianity or whatever, but sort of of that Roman times. Uh, Heather and I did relatively recently watch Spartacus, mm. um, which I quite liked. It's it's kind of funny because you've got you've got Tony Curtis and Kirk Douglas who are just yep. chewing the scenery. You know, and then and then and then you've got like you know Lawrence Olivier and Peter Peter Ustinov and all these like really like classically trained British actors that almost seem like they're doing a different movie. <laughs> it's, really, it's really something. And, yeah. and didn't uh, didn't the Flintstones make fun of uh, Stony Curtis? And he was they did constantly in in the Roman outfit. They did Stony Stony Curtis. Yes, yes, he he was on the he. He was a character on the Flintstones. So, so um, what other what other Easter movies? I guess it's also Passover is also so. I guess obviously Ten Commandments would be. A there's Hop. There's Hop. The story of the Easter Bunny. Hop. Oh, look at you going deep. <laughs> I'm going down the religious end. You're 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 circling around with the with the rabbit again. Yeah, yeah. That's what Easter means to me. It's finding eggs. Yeah. So, no, so no, hop, no, no resurrections, just eggs. So, so, so hop and maybe, maybe a little life of Brian for you this, this, this time. Yeah, double bill, double feature. I don't know. We'll see about Ben Hur. Depends. Depends. Depends on when the Neo Citron kicks in. You won't even make it uh, <laughs> past uh, the uh, 
when he when he's on the boat and he's rowing and he's getting in shape <laughs> is it like a montage is that like is that like is that like the the birth of the uh, of the montage no i don't think they do they 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 spend some time when he's kind of lost in the world and he's just on this battleship and just rowing away and he ends up uh saving uh the roman captain or one of the leaders like he he's just shown as the defiant one as he's battle speed and yeah, yeah. it's a very famous scene right get maybe maybe get a second round of burger king and uh watch better oh yeah just just like because i won't be able to, to sleep because of the meat sweats and the you, you'll think you're in the leper cave with uh ben-hur's uh mom and sister mom and sister right yeah, that's right did you know did you know that ben-hur has been a film Five times. Oh my God! Really? Someone's done five versions. The of most Ben-Hur? recent one in 2016. Really? Yeah. Um, Who, who's starring in that? Jack Houston, Toby oh Kebbell. Uh, directed by uh, Tim Timur Bekmambetov. Bekmambetov. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking but- at the images, like. I'm telling you right now that the Chuck Heston one looks way better. So there's a Chuck Heston one. And then, so the Chuck Heston one was 1959. And then 2003 was the next one. But it was a direct-to-video animated uh, adaptation featuring the voice of Chuck Heston. So Chuck Heston has done it twice. Yeah, there was a 1907 one real silent film. And then a 1925 silent film starring Roman Novaro. And then the most famous adaptation, the 1959 Chuck Heston. Hmm. I know, I know, like kind of the the Simpsons references. From oh, <laughs> you truly no, it's, are it's the a, king of kings. That's right. That's right. You know, it's 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 a good story. The Chuck Heston one is just horribly long, but it, that's just what religious epics were back then, right? Yeah. Oh, that 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 2016 Ben Hur got a 5.7 out of 10. Just to let you know, not, that's, that's not more, out of six. That's more, that's more than I thought it was going to get. <laughs> okay, well, next week's episode, Curtis, I think we should be doing uh, a next segment of Dead or Alive for you. So, oh, sweet. We'll do we'll do another curveball. So maybe catch up on your uh, pop culture. Maybe we'll do a. a Ben Hur, <laughs> actually no, everyone would be dead. <laughs> uh, but but we'll, we'll we'll I'll set one up for you next week, so just so we can have some fun with that. But uh, you can catch Curtis and I weekly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. On the platforms that you can leave a comment, please do hit subscribe, give us some star ratings. It will help people find our little podcast. Curtis, any last words? Play Elden Ring. Oh, you're still still enjoying it, eh? I'm g- I'm good at it now. <laughs> <laughs> See, every time every time I I, I I I try I ping you to say, hey, you want to play Ghosts, uh, Ghost Legends, and I, I already see you. You're playing Elden Ring. I'm like, oh, I don't want to disturb him. Should not disturb him. <laughs> yeah. Now, now did you? Oh, now, before you, before you before you before you make your point there, did you watch any of the speed runs? Yeah, did you know that there's now a speed run that's like in eight minutes? <laughs> and it found, completes the game. Yeah, they found they found some sort of they found some sort of way. You they had to use a metronome and and something else. And they, they found some way that if they use the metronome, 
if you do something with your shield a certain in a certain amount of times, then it will then then it will fling your character at high speed through the game world, and you'll go past bosses, and the bosses will 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 die because you're going so fast that the the arena that they're in will disappear and they'll die. It's it's ridiculous. <coughs> Pardon me, it's oh ridiculous. You don't actually fight anybody. You just get that metronome and you keep doing these runs through the game and run past the, the bosses and kill them. So 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 basically it's it's a ludicrous speed from Mel Brooks's Spaceballs. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just kind of ram through everybody. Yeah. So before when they were doing like those 20 minute runs, you still had to fight like the big and you had to fight them with like no equipment. Right. Because you're doing the speed run. So you had to be really good because you you get one shot, obviously. Yeah. Um, So this is just a pure exploit. This is just a pure exploit. It's pure exploit. uh, Yeah. Yeah. But it's but like what an exploit. Just crazy. So when you listen to our podcast, please don't use that exploit and zoom to the end because, you know, you don't want to miss the good stuff in the middle. Right? And you don't want to kill us either. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for listening. And just remember that a cucumber is just a cucumber. From home.